your commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and Matidis and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. So let's go to the chief of patrol, John Shell. He's got the highest-ranking uh, officer in New York City. Yeah, and has NYPD. three decades of experience. So I'd say that's quite a bit. Uh, chief Shell, um, yes. fill us in. Have there been any problems, by the way, before we get to some of the other stuff uh, with electric vehicles there in New York? Well, uh, first of all, John, really thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. Um, I don't happen to uh, own a Tesla. I don't think I can afford one, but. Uh, I'd be very annoyed if I came out and couldn't start my car because the battery froze. Then what are we going to do? Exactly. I can't take the bus. Yeah. What a mess. Take the bus. What a mess. Hey, by the way, you um, you have had a really powerful post over the weekend uh, where you were talking about the protesters. Uh, these people are driving everybody nuts. They're blocking the, you know, the entranceways to stores, what are uh, they bridges, uh, anti-Israel. Oh, anti-Israel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. even know if they know what they're right. protesting, right. you know, but, but some of those vile language, they protested at the cancer hospital, Steve, the other day at Sloan Kettering down the halls. I mean, come on. I tell us how fed up you guys are doing. And, and it seems like you guys are saying it's time to crack down. Well, look, you know, since October 7th, we've had over 1,300 demonstrations in the city. More than half of them are pro-Palestinian. We're talking about 200,000-plus people. And we average about 15 a day, and it's really tasking on our police officers. And, you know, we're trying new ways and strategies, how to stop it, how to make their life a little miserable, how to make better arrests, be more strategic. And as you see, we're starting to ramp up. The type of arrests working with our DA's office in terms of, you know, a couple of weeks ago when they uh, decided they were going to try to shut down our bridges and tunnels that Monday, uh, they thought they were going to get a simple summons and be out in two hours. And we said, no, not this time. Uh, we're going to give you a death clearance ticket. We're going to fingerprint some of you, and you're going to be here for quite a while. So it's strategies like that that we're trying to change. And, you know, we, we, we allow people their First Amendment. The rhetoric is disgusting and disturbing. We hate it. Uh, if I can arrest all of them, put them to the system, I would, but I'm bound by rules and, and the Constitution. But you know, cops are really working hard and trying to mitigate this the best we can. You know, speaking of uh, Chief Shell, uh, cops working so hard, um, Mayor Eric Adams uh, vetoed that bill where it was basically, uh, for people out there, it, it basically bogs you down with paperwork or you have to fill out paperwork for all these reports. Also, canceling solitary confinement. There's sort of these two layers to it. Um, bravo to the mayor for doing it, but it looks like the city council at this point says they have the right, you know, the votes to veto, you know, override his veto. We'll see, but he's trying to get folks to now do ride-alongs, which I think is a good idea. You know, have them realize how hard you guys are working out there on the streets. Explain what this bill would do if the city council prevails. Well, first it's called the Harmony Stops Act, which is wrong. We're not stopping people. We're asking people for help. If you don't want to stop and you want to keep walking, that, that's your prerogative. But all our interactions, our, our investigative interactions, now we have to stop what we're doing and input them on our phone. And we have to ask you your race, your age, your gender. We've got to write down why we stopped you. you know, to put it in, in reality, look what happened the other day with the, with the person going around stabbing people in New York City. We had a dragnet all day. We, we talked to thousands of people that day. And, and it was it was an urgent situation to put take this person on the street. Could you imagine having to stop and take your phone out, input this information? The PBA put out a nice um, uh, tweet uh, X uh, with how long it takes to input. It came up to roughly four minutes to input this information. You know, we we could appreciate the council trying to keep uh, transparency and keep the community safe, but 
All we're asking is let's be practical about it and let's make some changes. It's just going to slow us down. It's going to interrupt our op- our op- our operations versus doing paperwork, and we just we just we just don't agree with it. Cry, you'll be doing. I said it on Sid's show this morning. I was on Sid Rosenberg's show this morning. I said that they're, they're going to force the police to do paperwork while other crimes are being committed, and 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 they're doing paperwork while other crimes are being committed. That well, doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And we need more cops, not less. We we need to keep them on the street. I mean, I you know, I mean, this is crazy. We're a dynamic agency. We do a lot. We really do. But things like this just slow us down, and it takes away from the mission of keeping this city city safe. And like I said, the city council trying to do the right thing, but we like to sit down and negotiate what this How Many Stops Act is and how we can make it better. But it seems like we're not getting there. We got Congressman King, whose dad was a police officer. Congressman? Chief, first of all, thanks for the great job you're doing. Really appreciate what you and the NYPD are doing. I have a question slightly off message, but what reaction is there among the police to the uh, apparently the intention by the state parole board to release Eddie Burns' killer? Uh, obviously, we're 100%, 100% uh, against it. That was just a, a horrific murder of a, of a young rookie cop in Queens. And when you kill a cop, you should never see the light of day. Just yeah. an example of sometimes we give the bad person... Uh, all the benefits and forget about us who are doing the job out there. So we're totally against it. And it sends such a wrong signal to cops. Say, I knew Eddie Burns' father, Matt, his uh, brother Larry, who I, you know, worked with the NYPD. Great family, great, uh, great young cop, and he got uh, you know shot down in the prime of life. Okay. Like Chief, I said, real simple. You'll kill a cop, you don't come out of jail. I Make agree. Wow. Simple. Chief, it's uh, Judge Richard Weber. Good to talk to you again, sir. The problem is this is not an isolated case. They've had over 40 cases of letting cop killers out by the parole board. That's a system that has to be changed because that's totally unacceptable to the public and to the people, the men and women in blue who protect us. Yeah, it seems like everything's geared towards the people who commit the crimes, not the ones trying to help prevent it and help the communities out. Yeah, absolutely. Chief, I think we're going to have you as a regular on our show. We're going to have you on at least once a week to give all New Yorkers an update. I look forward to talking to you again, and uh, thank you for coming on. Anytime. Thank you. It was a pleasure, and good evening to all of you. Thank, thank you. Chief. you.